Need more time? Want more from your business and your life? Welcome to the Simple Life Habits Podcast, where, where, where you'll learn how to work less, do more, and live your life with greater focus. Now, now, now. here's your host, Jonathan Milligan. Have you ever had the pressure of delivering bad news? Maybe that bad news was to a spouse, to a friend, to a, a boss, but it's never fun trying to gain the courage to deliver bad news. Well, in today's podcast of Simple Life Habits, I'm actually going to read to you chapter three of my new book, The Gift, What You Have That the Richest Man Can't Buy. Now, if you'd like to listen to chapter one and chapter two, you can do so by jumping back into the podcast episodes and finding the prior chapters. But if you're brand new to the story, this is a story about a man named Mac Johnson who lives in New York City. He's in his 30s, and life is beginning to unravel around him. Chapter 1 was called Time to Face Reality, and he was struggling with where he should go with his career. Finances were not where he wanted them to be, and his relationship with his wife was rocky for sure. In Chapter 2, we jumped into the reality of when things go from bad to worse. He actually was laid off from his job, and he had to go home and break the bad news. And so that's where we're going to jump in today. Chapter 3, Breaking the News. Now, if you'd like to read the first five chapters of this new book, The Gift, What You Have That the Richest Man Can't Buy, you can actually get it right now for free. Just go to jonathanmilligan.com forward slash the gift. And you can jump in, begin to read this for yourself. But I'm going to jump right into the story of when Mac goes home and he's got to break the news to his wife that he lost his job. Remember, things are already rocky in their relationship. She's beginning to lose hope and faith in him. And he's beginning to lose some hope and faith in himself. So here's chapter three. Walking in the door of his home, Max surprised everyone with his early arrival. His two kids came running to the front door as always. He remembered when Amy, his wife, would come to the door with just as much enthusiasm. Lately, it seemed as though he always had to initiate the first hello. While she was a bit surprised to see him home early, she didn't really question him as to why. Mac tried his best to put a smile on his face for his kids, but he was definitely not smiling on the inside. Thoughts of the future scared him. Would he ever overcome all these challenges, he wondered. Coming back to reality, he noticed his two kids tugging at his shirt, wanting to go outside and play. Mac wasn't really up for it, but he obliged. The last thing he wanted was for his kids to feel any of the weight that he was under. He wanted to keep life as normal as possible for them. They were certainly a handful, though. His daughter Kayla was five years old, and she was full of life. She was in charge, and everyone knew it. The only reason she got away with it was because she was so adorable. And Max's son, Jordan, was only three years old, but he had his own little personality. 
Jordan genuinely thought he was a superhero and that the fate of the universe was in his hands. He was easily excitable and always positive. He reminded Mac of Amy's personality, at least before everything started heading downhill. Literally being dragged outside, Mac went out to play with his kids. Kayla wanted to ride her bike, and Jordan wanted to throw football. Even though Jordan could barely catch, he tried anyhow. His favorite was hiking the football, but it never went very far. At least the weather is nice today, thought Mac. Is this the best it will get for me? After all, what dad is out throwing football with his kids in the middle of a workday? Mac wondered. Still, Mac managed somehow to get focused back on his kids again. He was determined to set aside his troubles and just enjoy the moment for a little while. It was actually a little bit of medicine for him. They played tackle football in the front yard for what seemed like an hour. They laughed and climbed on top of Mac just to make sure he was in fact tackled. Finally, supper time came, so they all went inside. At the dinner table, the kids talked a lot, but not much interaction was happening between Amy and Mac. Mac kind of enjoyed sitting together with everyone at the dinner table. He sort of forgot what that felt like. He'd been working so many long hours at work that he could not remember the last time he was actually home for supper. He still hadn't really decided how he was going to tell Amy that he lost his job. Well, after dinner, Amy took the kids upstairs to get a bath and to get ready for bedtime. Max sat in his usual chair reading the newspaper. He silently turned over to the classified section to see what job openings might be available. Not a single job looked all that interesting to him. He even doubted that any of them could even pay him what he needed in order to survive. They were already two mortgage payments behind on their house, and he was wondering how that was going to turn out. Money lately was too much to think about. Denial was much easier route to take. Although it didn't solve anything, not looking at the budget or the bills until he absolutely had to, seemed like a better plan. He even cringed every time he logged into his bank account online. The remaining balance was always much less than he thought. There were even times that he wished a few thousand dollars would just magically appear in his bank account unexpected. But that was never the case. After finishing the paper, he headed upstairs to tell the kids goodnight. He gave each of them a big hug and a kiss and headed off to his bedroom. He jumped onto the bed and turned on the TV. Still having no plan for telling Amy, he decided that watching some television would be a good distraction for him. After about 30 minutes, Amy walked into the bedroom. Kids asleep? Mac asked. "Mm Mm-hmm, was Amy's reply. Mac muted the television. Amy, we need to talk. 
Max said with a deep breath. You lost your job today, didn't you? Amy replied while taking her jewelry off for the night with her back still turned away from Mac. Yes, but how, how did you know? Mac, you were home at 2.30 in the afternoon. When's the last time you were even home before dark? Now wait a minute. I've been working hard to provide for you and the kids, Mac said in a defensive voice. We don't want your money. We want you, she said with tears in her eyes. Actually, I'm not even sure if I want you, but at least I want the kids to know who their father is, Amy continued. Hey, now wait a minute. I just spent the whole afternoon playing with them outside, Max said passionately. Let's just, let's just go to bed. I'm too tired for this right now, Amy said in a frustrated tone as she climbed into bed. Mac reached over and turned out the lights. They only had a queen-size bed, but it seemed like there was a great gulf between them. So they tried to get some rest. What a day, he thought, as he took a deep breath. I wonder what tomorrow has in store. Even better, maybe I'll wake up and realize that this was somehow just all a bad dream. And with that, Mac rolled to his side, away from Amy, and fell asleep. So that's the end of chapter three. Chapter four is entitled The Unexpected Invitation. And we are going to cover that in a future podcast. But if you'd like to read chapter four, you can do so right now by going over to jonathanmilligan.com forward slash the gift. So if you've been following the story, I love to hear some feedback. What do you think? Are these some of the same challenges you've faced at times? Have you had family members that have gone through this challenge of finding their gift, their meaningful work, their life's work? Well, I would love to hear from you. If I can help you anyway, if there's anything in this book that's resonated with you, I'd love to get your feedback. And you can reach out to me just by sending me an email. Just go to jonathan at jonathanmilligan.com. Send me some thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. I'd also be forever grateful if you'd share this podcast. We'd love to have more people follow along in this story and to find out more about this podcast. You could do so by giving us a feedback or rating. And you can do that on iTunes. It's also available on many other outlets as well. Stitcher Radio and many more. So with that, we're going to wrap up the podcast for today. Be on the lookout for the next episode. We'll dive into chapter four about the unexpected invitation. Sometimes it's those little unexpected moments that we didn't see coming that can turn everything around. And that's what we're going to be talking about next time.